Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists, and we go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. We grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoons, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. Today we actually have a very special guest on the show. Um, it's not normally how we typically have guests, but we don't discriminate. Uh, today we have our, our favorite animal on the show, Dynamite T-Cat. His name is actually Black Dynamite, but we call him Dynamite for short. Dynamite, how are you doing today? Oh, that sounds good. I'm doing well myself. All right, bud. You pick the show we're watching this week, so what are we watching? Sounds good. I don't quite understand what he's saying, though. I mean, what did, what did he say? He said, thunder, 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 thundercats, ho! You got that out of that, out of that noise you just made? You didn't? Moving right along. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know about you. But this was one of my favorite shows as a kid. I loved this show a lot. I only watched it like once or twice um, as a kid. Um, and I've seen an episode here and there as an adult. I really didn't want watch that many episodes. But since you really liked it as a kid, I'm very excited to, s- to see it and see what you thought about it. Awesome. So why don't we put this thing on and see what yeah. we think? All right, Dynamite, you ready? Oh, he went to sleep. And we're back. So we just finished watching the first episode of Thundercats, the 1985 version, I should clarify, because there's a few, um, which is conveniently all on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, it's very easy to watch. That was also the year I was born. So cool. Yeah, this show ran from 85 to 89. Yeah. So I was two when it was on the air, so I definitely watched it in syndication. Yeah, same. Because uh, it ran for many, many yeah. years after. But yeah, I mean, coming right out of it, honestly, I thought it was a great pilot. Like, it yeah. established the lore of the Thundercats. Like, it it was an origin story, yeah. which is what I want. I want to, like, understand the world, and then we could start going on adventures. But it, it, I think it did a great no. job establishing lore and just, you know, setting it up and going. Yeah, it, yeah, definitely it was a great origin story. I mean, we've go- we've gone through a couple 80s and 90s cartoons of our in this. Wow, it's been a year of this podcast. Yeah. Um, and like for example, like real Ghostbusters. That's the one I always go to. Um, just no origin. They just dropped right in. But right in. I mean, yeah. as I said, I've only seen this like once or twice, and just kind of like I just kind of threw it on because it looked interesting. Um, but yeah. it really yeah explained to me like everything that was going on, and I thought it was cool. I mean, definitely. I mean, it was the 80s. I mean, you get it, the 80s was weird. The yeah. animation and like the voices in the 80s are just it, so, but it def- definitely just brought me back to the 80s. And that's what I was looking for. Yeah. Also, why did Lionel um, age, but no one else did? Yeah, that was very strange, especially because he wasn't the only kid. If he was the only kid who then grew up, I would almost accept it. Yeah, but he wasn't. But he wasn't even the only kid. Yeah. So he grew up. The adults didn't age, and the two twins didn't age. That was that was a strange that was a strange scene. Very bizarre. And Snarf didn't age. Yeah, but who knows how Snarf would age? Yeah, exactly. That's a very good point. But yeah, this was, I thought that whole scene was weird. I was like, okay. Yeah. And yeah, and it's like the clo- like the clothing choices were 
oh, we're, we're definitely weird. But that whole thing, like, yeah, the aging. And at the very end, um, they comment that he, he grew up. And Chitara's like, and handsome, too. And I was like, this is a very big thing going on here. Where, like, the girl's hitting on a guy that is appropriately aged for her, but is the mind of a child. And yeah. That's, so that's, that's That is very strange. <laughs> it's a little strange. Yeah. Dynamite, what would you think about that scene? Astute observation, bud. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I said, I loved this show as a kid, watching it now. The only thing that really kind of bummed me out a little bit was I that theme song didn't do it for me. It wasn't like the time machine that I get when I watch. Like I, I watched a lot of 90s cartoons because, like I said, I was born in 87, so really I grew up on the 90s stuff. Yeah, but, same here. But the 80s stuff ran in reruns, so yeah. I saw it all. Yeah, same but, here. But, um, yeah, it just doesn't have, like, the catchy jingle that, like, you get with a 90s cartoon, at least I feel. Um, So that kind of bummed me out. That yeah, theme I can, song didn't I, take I can, me back. I mean, I think it is definitely ca- – like, I think I'll be singing Thundercats for the rest of the night whatsoever. <laughs> Thundercats um, are – yeah, yes. Right. Yeah, you yeah, that will be happening. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it didn't have the jungle of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I which was that's, which the from same the nineties. Like yeah. yeah, so I mean, yeah, definitely not a jingle there, but yeah, I mean it's just like the like if you're looking for an eighties cartoon, like this is an eighties cartoon and I yeah. was definitely yeah, I mean other than like the theme song, I mean, I thought the animation was really cool. Yeah, so this was um this was a Japanese animation, mm-hmm. but developed for an American audience. So it's not like a Japanese anime that was like redubbed and and aired in the U.S. It was animated in Japan, but it was written for a U.S. audience. Yeah. Um, the American producers were Raskin and Bass. Um, they're, in my opinion, best known for their Christmas specials. They're the claymation Christmas specials. Guys, oh, Raskin oh Bass. wow! Right. Um, I didn't. I honestly didn't even know they worked on anything else. I've only ever really known them for their Christmas specials. Wow. Um. So it was it was interesting to see that the animation studio was called Topcraft. An interesting fun fact about Topcraft. Mm-hmm. They made this show in '83. It aired in '85, but they made it in '83. Then they went out of business. They broke up. Yeah. In 85. And I'm guessing that happened before this actually aired. Because Topcraft was the animation studio for this first season. But they went out of business and half of the Topcraft animators started Pacific Animations. Okay. And that was actually who was listed in the That's credits. That's what I, I remember seeing that. So, yeah, I'm guessing... Topcraft went bankrupt before this ever actually aired. Oh, wow. Because they, like I said, they made it in 83 and then they went bankrupt in 85. The other half of Topcraft, when they went bankrupt, formed a little animation company you might have heard of called Studio Ghibli. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Eventually, Studio Ghibli would be purchased by Disney. Yeah. And then Pacific would be purchased by Disney. Okay. So a lot of the animators ended up working with Studio Ghibli again. Mm-hmm. But when they split, half of the top craft animators went and did Thundercats. The other half went and worked with Miyazaki. Okay. Wild. Wow. That's Wild. nuts. Yeah. That is nuts. Yeah. Now, the characters for this show were developed by a guy 
named Ted Wolf. He doesn't really have any other credits that you would know of. Okay. But he's a Pittsburgh guy. Oh, all right. Which, uh, for you listeners who don't know us, we have very deep ties to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Even though we're from Philly. Several, um, in several different ways. I mean, yeah. A, our good friends in Punchline, uh, obviously. Yeah. And B, a couple of my librarian friends, uh, Stephanie and Carrie also, and Ryan also live in Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh is great. I mean, it's five. I mean, we also got engaged in Pittsburgh. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, a lot of a lot of close ties to Pittsburgh. Um, we love we love going to visit. We love the art. We love the bridges. We love just walking around there. Um, it's five and it's only five hours away. So I mean, we can yeah. always get there whenever there's not a pandemic. Yeah. But but yeah. Well, in fact, it was one of the last things we did before the pandemic yeah. shut us in the house was yeah. drive out to see the punchline guys. Yeah. Other than the sports teams, we do love Pittsburgh. <laughs> Although we, we're not really in the sports anyway, so we're I don't even know what I'm saying. But anyway, we, yeah, we'll Pittsburgh. We will be back there because love it. Yeah. Um, to work our way through the cast, there's a couple of interesting things. So one of the other Raskin Bass Saturday morning cartoons, um, was called Silverhawks. And that was a, another Japanese animated, um, Topcraft animated actually. Mm-hmm. Another Japanese animated, but for an American audience show. But that is more like what you would expect out of a Japanese um, studio. Yeah. Um, it's like a sci-fi future mech kind of show. Yeah. Which is very late 70s, early 80s um, Japanese animation. So that's kind of more in what I would expect from them. But then they went to do Thundercats and like five of the people from Thundercats worked on that show too lot of crossover between the two casts. So I'm just going to mention it one time that Jaga was on that show. Snarf was on that show. And... And Tigra was on that show. Okay. I knew there was at least three of them. Yeah. Um, so they were they all worked on that show and then came over to Thundercats. Oh, okay. Um, Lion-O, his name was Larry Kenny. And he's not in a lot of other things, but mm-hmm. uniquely he is in the 2011 Thundercats reboot. Okay. As Lionel's father. Oh. Which is cool. And he's Jaga in the current Thundercats reboot. Okay. Who is also, he's not Lionel's father, but he's like, he's, he's the Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. So he still is like a major figure in the show. Yeah. Um, in all versions, and I think that's kind of cool. That is, he's that, that the is, star of this one, and then he's the the father figure of the next two. He's still, he, yeah. I mean, yeah, I it's pretty neat. They brought him back, and he's able to do everything now. Cool. Panthro, his name is Earl Hyman, and most notably, I would say, he's in forty episodes of the Cosby Show as Cliff Huxtable's father. Oh wow. Bill Cosby's father okay. on the show. Yeah. Um Chitara is Lynn Lipton. And again, she's not on a lot. None of these people are. Unlike other shows we've covered where like the actors are in hundreds upon hundreds of things, these guys are not really in all that much. Um Chitara, the only other thing I recognize that she was in was Family Guy. And she was in Family Guy 
as Chitara. Oh my god. <laughs> so at some point on Family Guy, they watched Thundercats or Thundercats get referenced, and it is actually her. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um So like I said, Jaga was in Silverhawks, Snarf was in Silverhawks. Lee asked when we were watching if Snarf was Frank Welker. And Snarf is absolutely the kind of character that Frank Welker yes. would be. Yes. Um, but it is not. His name is Bob McFadden. And this is actually the last thing he's ever in. Oh. He I to the point where like I almost thought maybe he passed away, but he lived for another twenty years, but he just stopped acting. Oh wow. After God. this. Yeah. This is the last thing that he was ever it. did. Yeah, he just wanted to be a cartoon. Retired. Yeah. yeah, cool. Um, the last one that I want to talk about because it's a pretty cool it's a pretty cool character. Um, Tigra is Peter Newman. He was in that Silverhawk show we mentioned earlier. He plays Mark Wahlberg in MTV's Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh, oh my god. Which is great. I'm really happy That's about that. Amazing. He's also Major Nikolai Jackoff in Archer. Oh, okay. If you watch enough Archer, Mallory has like a Russian dude that she hooks up with and she calls from time to time. Yeah. That's him. He's in a lot of Archer. Like he's a it's hinted that he might even be Archer's father. Oh my god. But like he's a main a main reoccurring character in Archer, and yeah, that's Tigra from this. So that's pretty cool. Super cool with that. Wow. That's some that's some really cool stuff you got there. Dynamite, what do you think about the characterization about all this? Uh, yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> oh my god, but yeah, yeah, I mean I love Snarf was just a character. I love Snarf. Now here's a fun one. In the USA television program Psych. Yeah. Sean Spencer hides the engagement ring that he was planning on giving to Juliet in a toy and then almost sells it. Actually, Juliet does sell it at a yard sale and then he has to buy it back from the kid. And Gus keeps like telling the kid to up the price yeah, because he knows the engagement ring's in there. So he has to pay that. He has to get it back. There's no other option. Right. It's a snarf toy. It's a snarf toy. It is. Yeah. Oh my! I I did not make that op- observation. Yeah. When we were watching the episode, I I had to like quick look it up because I remember that he hid it in an '80s action figure, and I couldn't remember what it was. Oh and my then, god! Snarf. As soon as I saw snarf, I'm like, it was a snarf toy. Oh my god! So I quick I quick found the episode <laughs> and watched. Yeah. Yeah. He hid it in a snarf toy. Yeah. This is just a random fact, but uh, the first season of this show was the only season that aired in the UK. Afterward, they just canceled it, and like they never rerun this this show in the UK for reasons that I cannot figure out. But apparently, the show just was—I mean, it wasn't not popular. The toys sold well in the UK; they just never aired the show. That's interesting. Yeah, super strange. And the last thing I have written down, which is not true, but there is a rumor that James Lipton. From inside the actor's studio, he does like interviews with actors. I don't know if you've ever seen it, right. but he did. A, it was a pretty good show. Um, but there was a rumor that he wrote the theme song for this show. That's like pervasive. If you go on IMDb, it actually says that he wrote the theme song. He one hundred percent did not. <laughs> but for some reason, that's like a thing that is in the like zeitgeist. Oh wow, that's super weird. Yeah, super strange. Yeah, but yeah, 
like I said, man, I I really liked it. I thought it held up really well, and I was coming at it from a place where I have like deep nostalgia for it. And a lot of times, you know, when you go back and watch these things, it just doesn't live up to your memory. And this this was good. I'm happy with this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I enjoyed it. I, I didn't really watch it back in the day. I'm not. I wonder how a kid today would would take in with the the reboot number one and reboot number two i wonder how a kid would feel feel about this so we'll have to we'll have to do it for the podcast later on reboot number one the 2011 i've actually heard is really good oh really yeah um i've heard more than a few people say like if you liked the old one you gotta watch it because it's it's really good and that was that was produced for cartoon network okay um in like 2011 like i said so it's kind of their it was like their contemporaries um era so that's that's something i definitely want to watch i am i am now an adult and i know that they are not making cartoons for me but the 2020 thundercats reboot um they changed the animation style to that animation style that looks like steven universe Uh, that like every cartoon looks like now i hate that they're doing that i i i mean again I am not. I'm very much an adult. They yeah. are not making these cartoons for me. Yeah. And I get that. Yeah. But I really hate that car- animation style. I do too. And they did it. They also did. Uh, they did the Rainbow Bright. Yep. They did the Gem. Like. Yep. Why? 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 Like, uh, Shira too. Didn't they do a Shira yeah, reboot in like, that same style? The the, one, the Rainbow Bright one like just hurt because that that was my favorite '80s cartoon and like I just that just hurt me. I was just like, come on, like. I reboots are fine and whatever, but like, why change the style? Like, you can be creative and still make it happen, still reboot it. But why does it have to be that style? I mean, I get you're trying to appeal to these new kids to get them interested too, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not mad that they changed the style. Animation's gonna change as as we as we get older. Um. And every time someone else takes a crack at it, it's obviously going to look different because it's new people that are doing it. I'm not mad that the animation style changed. I just, I am like adverse to that particular style. Yeah. I, I very much don't like it. I didn't watch Gravity Falls for a very long time because that is in that same it, sort of animation is. style. It took uh, Geek Boy Louie like forcing me to watch it to get into it and then when i did i loved it the story I, I did. for that one i can't i hope we can do that on the show too because the stories is for that one is just great yeah i don't i don't know what it is about that animation style but i just i don't i don't like it it doesn't do it for me but i understand i'm not i'm a i'm 30 something i'm just i'm not who they're making cartoons for so the kids like it i guess that's what they're gonna do um, but like I said, I thought the show was awesome. I'm happy we did this. Yeah, it's great. Now, this is usually the part of the show where Lee tells you what conventions and comic cons you can come say hi to us at, but you know, coronavirus and all that bullshit. So we don't have a lot going on. Um, I think you can plug a couple things, right? Yeah, I can plug a couple things, bringing up my calendar because I keep forgetting <laughs> when it any day of the week is but yeah we don't really have too much going on um it's cold there's snow everywhere we're still in a pandemic not we're still working on these vaccines and all nonsense but hopefully soon we can open back up for business um in april 
we have one show confirmed. We might have more as things start to open up. So I'm only going to give the one that's fully confirmed. Um, just keep on listening to our episodes, um, and we'll give our full schedule as we get it. But fully confirmed show, April 17th, that's a Saturday. We will be in Smithville, New Jersey at the Smithville Art Walk, uh, which is put on by our great friend, uh, the uh, Mike at the Underground. Um, so definitely come check that out. It's a great time. Um, usually a nice day, as long as as long as it's not super windy and our tent goes into a ditch. Um, but yeah, Smithville Art Walk is amazing. Come come check it out. There's going to be a lot of awesome vendors there. Um, some podcast favorites too. Po- possibly Bob Burke. He's usually at the Art Walk, and also Geek Boy Press. They've been on the show before, so they'll also be there as well. Um, other than that. We'll just keep checking back. Um, we have our art in the South Street Art Mart. Um, they're open. They are in Philadelphia on the South the South Street. You can if you can't get to Philadelphia, SouthStreetArtMart.com is where you want to go. Um, if you do visit the Art Mart in Philly, make sure you say hi to Nicole and Nicole for us, and make sure you wear your mask. And if you're gonna go in the store, just keep safe. But yeah, there's a lot of really awesome vendors in that store with our two friends, Nicole and Nicole, including ourselves. Come check that out. Um. As I mentioned earlier in the website, uh, our website is popculturejunk.com. We have a lot of awesome items for sale, including, as I said, a lot of Go, go More Girls stuff. Um, so, yeah, we have pins. We have vinyl decals. I'm trying to think what else we have. Uh, pins. We got perler beads. Like, all the fun all the fun t-shirts, tote bags. You name it, Ape Fusion has it. So, just come check out our website. Um... And other than that, we don't have too much other stuff going on right now, but just keep on checking back with us. Um, and just, yeah, just make sure you're supporting small businesses, uh, going to the restaurants, supporting all the small businesses, because everyone's struggling right now, and we could all use a little bit of help and support to just brighten our day because everything's gloomy right now and snowy. So, yeah, as usual, just keep, thank you for listening to my spiel as always, and just keep Keep staying positive. Peace. Remember to rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts uh, and join our Facebook discussion group Saturday morning showdown. Um, We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.